Well, hi there again. It's Anna McKinley and welcome to this. This is the 11th episode of my 100 day challenge to bring you some new great content every day for 100 days. My goal, of course, being to bring you content that when you apply it is going to transform your life. So speaking about transforming your life, let me ask you a question. Is procrastination keeping you stuck? You find that maybe there are some things that you feel you should do, but which you keep delaying or putting off, or maybe even downright avoiding. Well, if you answered no, then we've found you out. You're clearly an alien from another planet, and I hope you come in peace. If you answered yes, then welcome to the human race. Because as human beings, Many people don't realize this, but we actually have a whole lot of default programming right in here between our ears that leads us to procrastinate, to put off doing even those things that we really, really want. In fact, often mostly those things that we really, really want in life. So if you are ready to start stepping up and beating procrastination, well, you're in the right place because I'm going to share with you in this episode some of the key reasons why we do this, why we procrastinate, and some things that you can do about it. So, why exactly do we human beings procrastinate? Well, I wish I could give you one simple straight-up answer, but procrastination is a little bit like a headache. I mean, think about it. If you complain of a headache, there could be all sorts of causes. It might be that extra glass of wine last night. Maybe you didn't get enough sleep. Could be hormonal. Maybe you're coming down with a virus. Or it could even be a brain tumor. I mean, who knows? The headache is just a symptom, which of course is why if your headache persists, we say it's a good idea to go and talk to a doctor about it. Well, procrastination is a little bit like that. There can be a number of underlying causes. And it's helpful to understand what they are so that we can figure out what to do about it. And if you want to change things, that is. So here are some of the main things that underpin procrastination. First one, maybe it's just not something I really care about. So for me, it's doing the gardening. You know, <laughs> it's nice to look outside at a nice garden, but I really don't actually care about it all that much, which is why I put it off and put it off. And which is why I've now got a gardener to do it for me, because it's just not exciting for me. For my teenage son, well, he feels that way about his homework, especially for certain subjects. For many people, it's actually work stuff, because unless we can find a way to connect the work we're doing to something that is personally important or meaningful to us, often we just don't really feel engaged or motivated about it and we tend to procrastinate. And in fact, the statistics around workplace engagement tell us that most people are either just not actively engaged in their work or plain disengaged, which is absolutely tragic when you think about how much time we spend in jobs, in work. That's probably something for a whole other episode. So coming back to procrastination, another reason might be that we don't really care about this because it's actually just not our goal, by which I mean it's not attached to a goal that's personally meaningful for us. 
we might have a goal around it, but for many people, this actually ends up being something that maybe someone else told us we should do or gave us the idea or we just adopted it from somewhere that we should do this thing. Maybe we picked up the notion from our boss, from parents, maybe teachers when we were younger, friends, people we've seen on Facebook, the media, marketing, society in general, right? We pick up these ideas and often people set goals for themselves that actually aren't aligned with their core values and what they really want because we feel it's what we should do. Um, and the more aware you get of this, you see it everywhere, right? It's one of the reasons many people aren't happy in life. Um, so the sooner we can unpack, the better. The sooner we can unpack that, the better. Now, other reasons? Sometimes it's something we don't really care about because it just doesn't feel exciting. So this might actually be an action or something we're doing towards a goal we have that really is our goal and is something that we want, but we're procrastinating about it because we've lost sight of what is exciting, what was initially exciting or inspiring about the goal for us. We've focused on other things or we haven't really unpacked why that goal is just so cool. And so now that we've lost touch of that, the goal and the actions towards it just start feeling like work and we become, again, demotivated by it. Now, often this happens because when we set the goal, we haven't set it clearly enough for our mind to really be able to connect with it so it doesn't seem real in any sense and it just goes flat, right? There's no excitement, no power to it. Now, sometimes we procrastinate because we have a goal, but that goal is too easy. It's just not challenging enough for us, which, you know, you might think logically, well, maybe that's a good thing because I can achieve the goal really easily. Well, yeah, we can, but what's the point if it's easy, right? The thing is, if a goal is well within our comfort zone, there's no real sense of accomplishment from getting it done. And that significantly reduces our level of motivation because a sense of accomplishment, having that sense of accomplishment, is a really key ingredient for motivation. So that's something to be aware of in any area of your life where you're feeling unmotivated. Ask yourself, am I doing this in a way at a level that actually gives me a sense of accomplishment? If not, that's part of the problem, right? Another reason we procrastinate, and this is so common in the world today, I just come across this on a practically a daily basis, and that is overwhelm. Overwhelm plays out in a few ways, but a really big one is I have so many things on my list that I simply don't know where to start. Or I'm flip-flopping from one thing to the next. I don't know what's most important don't get anything done. And because we're not getting anything done, we don't have that sense of accomplishment and we get demotivated. All right, so we're spread across a whole bunch of things, doing a lot of, putting a lot of effort in, not getting any sense of reward because we're not actually getting any of them moving forward. Or we just get the rabbit in the headlights thing. So many things, I just can't choose which one to do now. So that's part of overwhelm. Another one is where we have a really big goal. You know, we read somewhere on a blog on the internet maybe that having a big, hairy, audacious goal is the way to go and helps us achieve great things and it's exciting and all that jazz. So we set the big, hairy, audacious goal and it's then, oh, what next? 
I have no idea what my next step is. And this seems like there's such a big gap between where I am and that goal that again, I get stuck. Right. And then, <laughs> this is the last one I'm going to list, the biggie. One of the biggest reasons why people procrastinate, especially about something that's, you know, if it's, if yes, you've got the goal and it's a clear goal and it's exciting, an exciting goal and it's challenging and all of that stuff and you've got a plan in place, but we're still procrastinating, this will be what's at play. The big one. You know it. Fear. Fear. Fear of failure. Fear of what other people might think. Fear of whether I am up to being the person, that version of me who really can do that. What if I can't do it? What if I fall short? What if I get found out? That's the imposter syndrome thing, right? So that voice in our head often talks us out of doing the things that are most important to us in life. So any of these ringing any bells for you? Most of us experienced some or even all of these often in the recent past. So if these ring bells for you, let's talk about what we can do about it. If you have something you find yourself procrastinating about, the first thing to do is to get a little bit curious about it and ask yourself, what is really going on here? Right? And some questions to consider are number one, do I have clear goals in place so that I know what's important and what's not? And are those goals really in line with what I want in life? Right. Uh, at this place, often people get stuck because we go, actually, I'm not clear on, on actually what it is that I want in life. And if that's you, then that's actually probably at the root of the issue getting clear about what you want. And it's not as easy as, well, I mean, it can be easy, but most of us have never been taught how to do it, which is why it feels hard. I know for myself, I spent a lot of my life not being clear about what I wanted to the point that I actually convinced myself that I was just not the kind of person who wanted anything very strongly. <laughs> Completely wrong there. But you know, it, it's, it's about having the right tools in place and doing the right kind of self-reflection so that you can get clear and more importantly, taking some steps towards it. So that's something you can definitely, definitely do. Um, if you are clear about what you want and you do have some clear goals in place so you know what's important or what's not, the next step is actually having a look at those goals. Are the goals themselves actually clear enough specific enough that the mind can your mind can really really connect with it in a real tangible kind of way that you can really feel genuinely excited about it now of all of the hundreds of clients that I've worked with over the years this has been the, one of the biggest sticking points is actually being sufficiently clear about the goal that you can actually see it feel taste feel it taste it touch it and that's one of the big places where people often fall short. I'll just share a little story with you, actually, because a um, client that I worked with years ago, such a great example. She had a goal. She actually said, well, it's, it's, it's not even worth working towards this goal because it's more of a dream because I can't do it anyway. And I said, well, what is it? She said, I want to have my own house. Now, she was a single mum and obviously limited income and a house, it's a house, it seemed like a really big deal. So she convinced herself, firstly, that it wasn't possible. 
But we said, well, let's put a goal around it anyway. And we made the goal really, really specific so that she knew exactly what it was that she wanted. Right? And she had it written down and everything. When she found the bit of paper that she'd written her goal on nine months later, when she was moving in, what was really interesting is that the house ticked every single thing on her list, on her description of the goal. That is the power of having a really clear and specific goal. So am I really clear about my goals? I can connect with what the goal is, connect with what's motivating and exciting about it for me, because that gives us amazing power to overcome procrastination. If we've got that in place, your next question is, okay, if I've got all of the goal stuff sorted, do I have a plan? Do I have a plan that is granular enough? And I'm not talking about planning every single step in detail, but we need to bring it back so that we are clear about what is the next step, the next small tiny baby step to get there, because if we don't know that, we get stuck again. So that, that's the next port of call for you. Do I have that kind of plan in place? So I'll just recap those questions for you. Do I have the clear goals in place? Are my goals in line with what I want? Are my goals sufficiently clear and specific and focused that I can really connect with them and that I can connect with what makes them exciting for me? And do I have a clear, simple action plan in place so I know what my next step is? If you answered no to any of those, well, you know where to start, right? Um, and you'll procrastinate much, much, much less if you have that clear, focused goals program that's personally meaningful for you, exciting, and that gives you a sense of accomplishment, and you have the action plan to tell you what your steps are. If you've got that, you can get into action, and action trumps everything else. It creates momentum, and it will actually help you to move forward and to beat procrastination. But if you've got all those things in place and you still find that you're feeling stuck, look to what's going on inside here. Chances are that your inner critic is talking you out of taking action. So if so, let me share with you a little known fact. If you can get into action and just start doing stuff, then there's less airtime for the voice in here and your mind, because your mind's going to be focused on the action and not on talking you out of it. So actually having that clear goal action plan in place is going to take you a long way to beating the fear aspect as well. So what's the moral of the story here? You guessed it. If you find yourself consistently procrastinating about the things that matter to you, get your goals in place, back it up with an action plan, pick a first step towards it and just do it and then do the next one and the next one. And if you'd like some extra brownie points, each time you take a step towards your goal, give yourself a good old pat on the back, you know, just like that. Because you deserve it for being an action taker, but also your brain will love you for it and it will help to boost your momentum. So hope you've had some fun with that. <laughs> hope you do have some fun with that. Actually, I'd love to hear what your goals are and how you apply all of this. So you're welcome to reach out through... Um, through YouTube, through my Facebook page, and uh, share with me what your thoughts are. In the meantime, live well, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now.